0: Chosen Girl fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About It podcast. We are two best friends passionate about
1: having real conversations about where real life meets the gospel. Meet us here every Tuesday as we go to God's word about different topics we all face.
0: No matter if you're in the car or doing
1: laundry around the house, we hope that you feel like you're sitting right across the table from us enjoying your Chick-fil-A sweet tea. Yes, girl. We would so love if y'all would take the time to rate and subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget about our free resources on our Instagram and at thechosengirl.com. Let's get this party started.
0: Hey, Chosen Girl fam, welcome back to another week of Tell Me About It. We're so excited because this week we are talking about the real advice that we can glean from the New Testament.
1: I'm freaking out because we have just been laughing so much. <laughs> and then you go full, like, flight attendant mode. Oh my <laughs> That's how we roll around here. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Liz got her life together much more than I do because I was still over here laughing. And she was like, welcome back, girl." <laughs> y'all know how we roll for real. Oh, my gosh. This is real life. Yes. Happy Tell Me About It Tuesday, y'all. We are so thankful for you guys. Season four is almost wrapped up. We only have a few more episodes.
0: Where is this year gone? I mean, I was at work today and I was writing down the date and I was like, May. How did we get to May so fast? It's
1: going to be May. Dun, dun. Yes. yes. hmm But seriously, so we just finished out our toxicity series, which so far, y'all, we haven't... We just released the last episode today. We're recording this a week ahead of time that you'll be listening. And we've gotten such good feedback on just, you know, talking about real toxicity with ourselves, with our own mm-hmm. thoughts... In the church, y'all, hot World take. culture, yes. yes. World culture, diet culture, cancel culture, all of it. We're canceling all of it. Right? Yeah. We're canceling <laughs> new cancel culture. But we wanted to just not leave you guys hanging on like, hey, this is toxic and this is how we navigate it. But we thought that we would do a few episodes before we exit this um, this season that has been so good and so awesome with what we're calling the New Testament Advice Column. Yeah. Because that's truly what so many letters in the New Testament are, are advice to the church from disciples of Jesus. And that's us. Like, we're the, we're the church. Right. And, you know, you may recognize a few of these names as like letters to the Ephesians, letters mm-hmm. to the Colossians, mm-hmm. letters to the Corinthians and yep. the Romans. And even Acts has so many good nuggets of wisdom. With what do we do with the gospel yes. once it's applied to our lives? And today we're going to focus on a truth bomb book of the Bible Ephesians. <laughs>
0: yes. I'm so excited. You know, I'm. Yes. Exactly. Yes. It is. It is just so good. I've gone through and I've read from it so many times. And every time I just, I glean something new mm-hmm. that I either missed before or the Lord just brings in new perspectives. And it's a book that I hope you, for you as well, you will keep going back to over and over and over again. I think that's what I love about the letters to the church is that they're so yes. practical and applicable to our current lives in our current situation like
1: thousands of years later exactly we still need help
0: <laughs> I mean what I mean what does that say about us right but
1: we need Jesus exactly amen
0: but I'm so thankful that in those letters that Paul not only calls out the church in whatever form it was in for those specific countries but yeah. also for like ourselves he calls like for us to like take a look at our own selves. Yes. And um, I know that there's some verses in here that really, I feel like call me out, make no, me feel extra sure. vulnerable and exposed, yes. but that's perfectly fine. We need to recognize those things about ourselves as well. Um, and so I'm really glad that we're able to talk about Ephesians, but I know that we've, we've picked several verses from the whole book,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: I think it might be kind of nice to start maybe in chapter four
1: Yes. We'll give you guys a Reader's Digest version of what happens before chapter yes. 4. Um, and then after chapter 4, we're just going to read the whole book verbatim, verbatim because yep. it's that good. No, I'm just kidding. Amen. Um, we're not. reading these verses out of the message translation, if you're wondering. But use a translation always that works for you. Mm-hmm. This one's just a little bit of a modern day language for us. But um, I love how Paul, he's he's writing to the Church of Ephesus, the mm-hmm. Ephesian people, and he starts out just kind of like a little hyped moment for why salvation is so awesome. Yes. And my favorite line that he says in that is Ephesians 1.11. It says, it's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we're living for. Yeah. And that, to me, when I think of like delivering the gospel to somebody, the gospel of Jesus Christ, I'm like, listen, I would not know who I am or what I'm even living for, why I'm here, if it wasn't for Christ. Um, and then just skipping down, like I said, this is Reader's Digest version. He's kind of highlighting, like, what salvation means to him. But in Ephesians chapter 2, this is kind of where he starts with his sass mouth. And I love it. <laughs> Don't you know Paul was so sassy? Yes. I yes. feel like Peter was, too.
0: Because, I mean,
1: he, he literally cut a man's ear off for Jesus. Like, here, Jesus. Watch out. He's like, pass the vibe And check. Jesus is like, please no. and puts it back on. <laughs> like... <laughs> Me trying to be a good Christian right. cuts off someone's ear, like, mm. <laughs> and Jesus is like, mm, that's not like, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I don't know why I just said that was British Jesus.
0: I don't know what just happened. <laughs> it's okay when you're quoting Rebel Wilson.
1: It's yes, okay to absolutely.
0: put on her accent. Yes.
1: yes. Um, skipping down to chapter two, verse eleven, and he's talking about this pertaining to salvation. This is kind of the first nugget that he gives, just trying to humble ourselves. Like, hey, look, we're so great. We have this salvation. Jesus mm-hmm. is awesome but don't take any of this for granted it was only yesterday that you outsiders to god's ways had no idea of any of this didn't know the first thing about the way god works hadn't the faintest idea of christ so first he's like let me hype you up but let's stay humble
0: that's right i'm like that don't make you get a stink face on like oh
1: okay paul speaking truth here yes so, now, we're, we don't mean to rush through the first three chapters here. Ephesians is only six chapters, guys. So, mm-hmm. if you wanted to take, you know, it would even be cool if we took this week, like Tuesday through Sunday. Right. And let's start at chapter one. Then mm-hmm. go all the way to chapter six on Sunday. What a great way to spend your quiet time. Yes. In pra- if you're wanting practical advice of how to be a good Christian, this is it. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to pick up where the advice gets extra juicy, and kind of, like, the the preliminary uh, writing is done mm-hmm. after chapter 3. And he really starts out, out the out the gate, in chapter 4, verses 1 and 3. In light of all this, here's what I want you to do.
0: It's so good, y'all. So, it's, here we go. Like, literally, so, we've got two different versions. Y'all know that I like the NIV or the ESV, and Sarah likes the message. And so, I, we love to compare, with because it does help us gain a better understanding. But... My verse 1, as a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you, live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace.
1: That is so good.
0: It is so, it sounds so eloquent, but let me tell you what, what Paul just said to us. He said, look, the Lord has given you breath in your lungs. He has given you yes. all the resources that you need. Do not waste your chance. Yes. It's like, it makes me feel like y'all know where Hamilton fans like don't throw away your shots. That's right.
1: As he's sitting in prison writing this letter. Excuse yes. me. I'm like, oh, somebody was ugly to me on social media. I'm scared. <laughs> um, he was in freaking prison. Exactly. Exactly. I'm sorry.
0: It's so good. It's so good. He says, be humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. If we could just take that verse right there. And really take it to heart. If every Christian across this entire globe would do that honestly and consciously and consistently, imagine how different the world would view the gospel.
1: Like, have you ever been in the middle of something and you kind of feel a little bit vulnerable or defensive and you're like, bear with me. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of sense that someone's getting upset with you. Mm -hmm. And when they actually do bear with you, you're like, thank you so much for letting me finish that. Yes. Yes. And what a grace-filled moment, like... He's basically saying, okay, you need to bear with everyone. Mm -hmm. The way that it puts it in the message is, it says, I don't want anyone strolling off down some path that goes nowhere. And mark that you do this with humility and discipline, not in fits and starts, but steadily pouring yourself out for each other in acts of love, alert at noticing your differences and, or noticing differences, excuse me, and quick at mending fences. So, that really tells me, like we've got to get rid of our offense and we've got to get rid of our pride.
0: Yes, and not for for short sprints before a marathon. Yeah, this not is a in long race that we're running here.
1: When we were studying this, Liz and I, I was so reminded of something that I say often about how I'm like, man, I just feel like I'm a roller coaster, and I feel like we all have those seasons. Like you're going to be up some seasons and mm-hmm. you're going to be down some seasons. But I love how he says, steadily pour yourself mm-hmm. out to each other in acts of love and i also think that he knows that if we do that steadily and not in what he calls fits and starts what i call that is getting on a kick about something (laughs) yes but he knows you're not going to get burnt out in that way if you're doing something steadily Mm -hmm. like you may have a down season but you're you're on average steady yes Mm -hmm. and that's going to eliminate so much um Burnout But also like Mm. Laziness And like Softful periods too. Like basically He's like Listen y'all gotta love people all the time Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's a great way to start It is Yeah
0: I couldn't agree more and then there's so much good there's so much good that is mentioned even after that. And I know that um, I believe it was last week I quoted this verse from Ephesians 4. So Christ gave himself gave the apostles, the prophets, evangelists, and pastors and teachers to equip his people for the works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up.
1: Yeah. So if you
0: haven't heard that that episode go back and listen to that one, but I love that one because we break down exactly what those roles are and what it means to the body of Christ, but essentially every single one of us have a role to play. Yes. So he's saying we have something to do and he's saying you've got to, you've got your shot and your chance to yes. do something that impacts the eternity yeah. of like the story of God. And it's all up to you. What are you yes. going to choose?
1: And you know I feel like Paul gives it to us so practically, mm-hmm. and it's in such a way that it could it could have applied to them in their church, and it applies to the same church today mm-hmm. that we can just pick that piece of advice up and apply it to our lives. Yes, so simplest. Like I think that we forget how simple the gospel is, um, and I actually got this this little nugget of wisdom. From TikTok this week And sometimes we forget Which God we're serving Are we serving The God that made man Or Mm -hmm. the man that made God Ooh Girl can you say it again For the people in the back Girl I'm serious And it was kind of A controversial TikTok Like I'm not gonna lie And I don't even know How I feel about the whole thing But it said Are you serving The God that made man Or the man that made God And what I mean by that Is like and, And I do not quote me on that Because that is not my quote But it hit me so hard Because We can so often take God's word and take religion and Mm -hmm. take church and all of this legalism. And I think that doctrine is so important. I think Mm -hmm. that the truth of God's word is so important. But we had so many strings attached.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And we're like all just searching out truth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've already talked about church hurt. But I apologize if you've ever been hurt by religion or by legalism or Mm -hmm. by the church abusing doing things for their own game, gain in mm-hmm. the name of the Lord. So I am so sorry if that's happened to you. But, like, this is making the gospel so easy. Mm-hmm. Like, I would call this, like, one of those gospel for dummies books. Like, because oh yeah. I need that. Yeah. I am a dummy that needs the gospel. Um, in Ephesians 4:17, Paul's writing style is savage. I know that this is the message version, and, like, he was probably, like, didn't even speak the English language, but... You know, let's just roll with it. It's alright. It says, so I insist, like, okay, Paul, Mm -hmm. and God backs me up on this, that there be no going along with the crowd, cultural toxicity, Okay. the empty-headed, the mindless crowd, they've refused for so long to deal with God that they've lost touch, not only with God, but with reality itself. (gasps) This,
0: right here. It's... I, it just blows my mind. I thought you were going to go into it's my swag. Oh, I was my, like, <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> that, too. Yes. That, too, y'all. But, I mean, that truth bomb right there that he drops, is just, like, it's a reminder of the power that the, that the world, that the crowd, that the flow can have. Yeah. And that it's so easy to get swept up in it.
1: Yes, and y'all, like, seriously, the truth of God's Word and the advice that we're talking about for the next week or so um, in this New Testament, in these New Testament, like, letters, they apply to so many things. Like, I'm just looking through the handful of verses that we've picked to talk about, and I'm looking at words like anger. I'm mm-hmm. looking at um, words like, or phrases like, don't take this for granted, being sensitive, Profanity, forgiveness, mm-hmm. behavior, lust, bullying, mm-hmm. greed, um, like, religiousness, like, is re- religiousness? Mm-hmm. Religion would probably yeah. be a better word. Wasting time. Um, being prepared. Prayer. Like, these are all words that are trigger words for us in one way or another of, like, ooh, I need to work on that. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're wondering why we're doing this, like, this is why. Because... We need this help. Yes. And this is literally timeless help with the principles of God's word that have stood the test of time. Amen. So as we continue, one of my favorite parts is in Ephesians four twenty. It says In Christ's body we're all connected to each other after all. When you lie to others, you end up lying to yourself. Go ahead and be angry. You do well to be angry. I love how he gives us permission. Like mm-hmm. you get angry. Like that's okay mm-hmm. if you get angry. But listen to what advice it gives on anger. But don't use your angle, oh my gosh, your anger, as fuel for revenge. Mm. Don't stay angry, mm-hmm. and don't go to bed angry. Don't give the devil that kind of foothold on your life. Amen. So, anger, like for me, like if you're staying angry and you let that anger be fueled into revenge. For me, that sounds a lot like unforgiveness. And apparently, the devil can have a foothold on your life if you don't get that taken care of. Oh
0: my gosh, yes.
1: And it even gives our why. Like, why should we not be angry? Because we're all in Christ's body. Or premeditated offense Oh, girl. It's yes. just like you
0: just standing ready to be upset by anything that someone's yes. about to say to you.
1: That's like Lisa Turker's girl last yes. weekend. She was like, you better be pre-forgiving people. Amen. Yes. That's so real. We it's have hard. To, and it's, I not <laughs> like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but you're right.
0: It is hard. Yes. But that's, you know, I think back to, to something my, my brother said to me one day. I was telling him, it's like, oh, well, I, you know, I need to do this, but I want to do this. And I was like, I don't know which one I'm going to do. And he said to me, which one do you not want to do? And I told him, he said, that's the one that you should do.
1: Mm, discipline.
0: Discipline. He is one of the most disciplined people I know. Yeah. But thinking of, thinking of discipline in that way has changed how I, how I think about the tasks that I have at hand. Yeah. The options that lie before me. Because if I ask myself that question, the, I will know the response. Yeah. And I, I can choose from there whether to be obedient to that or not. Yes. But I love what he's what, what is stated here about being angry and how important. Forgiveness is so important. Yes. That we, there's, it doesn't, literally, it doesn't really cost us anything. No, except our pride. Exactly, except mm-hmm. our pride.
1: And, and the thing is, like, he makes the point that when you lie to others, when you act this way to others, you're really just doing it to yourself. Yes. Um, moving on, this part. Just I, I this is just the sweetest advice. It's like he's dropping truth bombs and then he gets you crying. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ephesians four thirty, it says don't grieve God, don't break his heart. His oh. Holy Spirit moving and breathing in you is the most intimate part of your life, making you fit for himself. Don't take such a gift for granted. I literally want this like tattooed on my arm.
0: I'm like, if how many how many breaths of God have I taken for granted?
1: Yeah. But then he goes into forgiveness right after that verse. Mhm. He says make a clean break with all cutting, backbiting, profane talk and be gentle with one another, sensitive. Forgive one another as quickly and thoroughly. Yeah. So those are two directions on how we're supposed to forgive. We're supposed to forgive quickly and thoroughly as God in Christ Jesus forgave you. And I love how it says we're supposed to be gentle and sensitive with one another. Yes. Empathy. Yes. I think that
0: I think that culture has kind of set it up that truth can't be gentle.
1: Yeah, like but religion just, can seem so rigid and yes. not gentle. But the gospel is so gentle. We're supposed yes. to be gentle with one another. Mhm. Mhm. Sensitive to one another's feelings. Well, I think that it's
0: being sensitive to someone's feelings does not mean not sharing the truth.
1: That's true.
0: And I think that it's easy to kind of fall into that because you want to protect them and you're like, well, I want to be great a great representative of Christ, but if you're not willing to be honest, then you're yeah. not fulfilling what you're trying to fulfill in the first place. That's so true. That doesn't mean go and, you know, hunt people down and call them out like, you know, we see some street evangelists who are just like, you all are going to hell, you know, for you're x like, y and mm, z for cool. you know, girls for wearing pants, you guys are too promiscuous. That's, that has happened
1: to me. It- the college I attended—is that not insane? It's insane, girl. You know I talked to him, girl. Oh my gosh, you were that girl. <laughs> That's another story for another day. <laughs> I was like, actually, I have Jesus in my heart, and the Holy Spirit dwells within me. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, <laughs> exactly. You don't even know me. <laughs> like, but seriously, I think about. Wait, hold on, I just had a thought in my head. Oh. Sometimes I feel like we try to play such, like, a police officer for Jesus, like a hall monitor. Mm. Like, Jesus, look at this person doing this wrong. And I'm like, honey, Jesus already knows. Yes. Like, God already knows their heart. Mm. God already knows what they're doing. What if God has called you to listen to them? Yeah. And, and the first relational contact you have with them is just listening to their story. Yes. What if you were just supposed to hold their hand while they're crying it out? Yeah, And that's not to say that later you don't share that truth with them. Mm -hmm. But the door will never be opened to share the truth and to share repentance and that gift with them if you aren't gentle and sensitive with them. Mm -hmm. Because the last person, when I'm admitting that I've done something wrong to somebody, I don't need somebody to turn around and tell me like, oh yeah, you were so wrong. Yeah. Or, like, actually, the Bible... And I'm like, actually, I'm telling you what I'm doing wrong right now. Thank you so much for reiterating. Yes, I want to be like, do you feel better? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Like, for being a fact checker for sin. Mm-hmm. Great job. Yep. And God. and I think that there's a place for that in gentleness. Mm. But it's not our job to judge the sin. It's our job to love people through the sin. Yes. And that does not mean accepting sin because we all want to be perfect as our Father is perfect, but we all also sin. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... You're absolutely right. Yeah. Don't get me off on that girl because...
0: Again, he's just dropping some truth bombs here.
1: Yeah. Okay. I guess we're entering into Ephesians 5 now. Wow. Okay. Okay. Ephesians 4, you've been awesome. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the first two verses, again, in Ephesians 5, Paul just coming in strong. This entire book... Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Now, when I think of um, not just, like, the love of God, but when I think of the fragrant offering and sacrifices, you, remember, you know, like, burn incense? Oh, yeah, girl. And it just, like, has that wispy little uh-huh. smoke. It's when, Sometimes when I'm in prayer, and especially if I'm in group prayer mm-hmm. like at the women Joy conference and i think of that moment when all of us were sitting there we're all praying
1: yes i just
0: think of whiff, what if we could see those prayers physically oh, my what if goodness. they just walked up into the heavens like the in like an incense yes like, like a thousand of incense burning at oh, one this, time that's beautiful and that's what i think about and just this probably this imagery y'all y'all already know how i roll but you think about how like sometimes you walk and you just get like that that smell that whiff Yes. and it's just like oh yes yes i'm like can you imagine that god is sitting on his throne and the angels are all around him singing holy holy holy
1: girl you're gonna make me cry up in here
0: and that he can he can sense and he can smell he can hear all of the prayers that are being sent up yes. for him
1: and knows and loves us all individually
0: yes yes
1: it just it blows my mind. My goodness, what a gracious God. I think that we forget sometimes, and this is a side tangent for sure, but just the majesty of God. Yeah. That the God who created all things, the God who is the Alpha and the Omega, who has been, who always will be, mm-hmm. loves us enough to love us individually and originally. Mm-hmm. And He knows the hairs on our head. And He orchestrates like today... I had it on my heart to go visit someone and I had an extra 15 minutes. And so I actually did it and I, I actually was very rushed today and it was kind of miraculous that I ended up having that extra time. And it turned out that today was an anniversary of someone or well, someone in their life who had passed away. It was their birthday. Mm -hmm. It was a really hard day for them. And I'm like, God loves us enough to individualize moments and this is just how i feel about it Mm -hmm. i know that this can get into like you know how sovereign is god and all that but i'm just here talking about the touchy feeling feeling moment of it for right now god god can use you Mm -hmm. in the life of someone else and he sees the hurt of someone else Mm -hmm. and can assign you to comfort that hurt yes and for me that's what being the hands and feet of jesus is about amen amen it was really just is. listening to that. And I didn't even realize it. I had just kind of thought about that person. I hadn't seen him in a while. And I was going to be driving by their place of business. And I was like, oh my gosh, I wonder how he's doing. You know. Mm-hmm. You just never know. Yeah. But it's the
0: fact, choosing to be obedient in those moments. Yes. Listening to the Holy Spirit. And so, like,
1: God saw his broken heart. Mm-hmm. And then it was just placed on my mind. Like, hey, mm-hmm. go by. Yeah. And... And I think that God is so so kind like that, Amen. like that's such a kind God that we serve um anyway, we're continuing on <laughs> um he talks a little bit in verse three about not allowing your love and anything to turn into lust, and mm-hmm. he even he he of course mentions promiscuity. Filthy practices, but also bullying, greed. So I think that that's just like saying, do not let yourself get so tripped up into sin that it turns into something really bad. Yes, um, which is a great warning because it is a slow fade. Like no one mm-hmm. just wakes up and decides, like, I want to be a drug addict, what or I want to be a murderer, a or I want to be very judgmental and turn people off from the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yes, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, It just kind of happens. Mm-hmm. Um. Don't let yourselves get taken in by religious smooth talk. Listen to this, y'all. Ooh. God gets furious with people who are full of religious sales talk but want nothing to do with Him. Don't even hang around people like that. That's the Bible. That was not me, right? Like if you if it upsets you, honey, take it up with the Lord. Yes, that's right, girl. Um, jumping down to verse eleven. Yeah, he talks about. Don't waste your time on useless work And I kind of And he uses the term busy work But y'all this is what's kind of interesting to me Because at first I was kind of like Ooh I'm busy all the time Like scrolling Like Mm -hmm. don't waste your time Sarah Which is true I don't need to waste my time But he said The barren pursuits of darkness Okay he just went like Literally dark with that Expose these things for the sham they are. It's scandal when people waste their lives on things they must do in darkness where no one will see. Rip those covers off of those frauds and see how attractive they look in the light of Christ. So like don't be doing no secret sinning now. Don't don't
0: be doing secret sinning. But if you find out about secret sinning, it's like it's okay to shed to shed truth on that. Yes. Absolutely. In that, that, when I say that, I, I want to be gentle in the sense of this is not your permission to go around telling five-year-olds that Santa that Santa isn't real. You know that kind of. It's very oh, that's very so elementary. That was honestly me in school. We oh, didn't. I didn't grow up believing in Santa. I didn't know any better. I did better. not
1: know that until right now.
0: Girl, I was in like the. I was five years old, and they're like Santa. I was like Santa's not real. I was like I had no I idea. I believed
1: long enough for the both of us. sis. I believed <laughs> until I think I was eleven. Oh my gosh. And I'm not joking. Like I'm not being funny. Like I believed in Santa Claus. Oh my gosh! Like with a fierce belief that is crazy and my poor parents not, tried to tell me it's I'm no not, it's, it's, it's not actually crazy but i just crazy.
0: like it is wild that that you had so much faith it was that childlike I faith
1: know. i remember on christmas morning being like thank you santa wherever you are flying in your sleigh back to the north pole and my parents would be like sarah honey no, like, oh, which then again, I did have a little sister who is, a, or who is 11 years younger than me, almost. So, keeping it alive for my little brother, who's five years younger than me, like, it just kind of bled on yeah. into me, and so I'm like, man, they're being, like, so intense about this with Brit, like, I know it's real, Yeah, you know, and then I got to, like, oh my gosh, I hope no little ears are listening to this trigger warning right. with put that at the beginning <laughs> that we talk about Santa um but yeah I got to kind of help play Santa with Lily oh, so that was fun so that's fun fine. yeah oh that's real but Elf on the Shelf all of it
0: yeah it's so fun to do with kids and yes I, I get it but you know that's but once again coming back to, the, to yes. this verse yes bringing it back <laughs> around it's sharing it's sharing the truth he says but rather you know have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness yeah and you know the word says it will will be known by our, our fruit and if there if there's no fruit then that's a clear sign that we need to jump ship yeah and that it's okay to expose it especially especially when it comes to the word of god yes if there's wrongdoing and that doesn't mean that you're that you're rude or you know we're not trying to be gossipy about no. it but it's okay no. to call it out
1: well it just says see how attractive the things that you're doing looks in the light of Christ. Mm -hmm. So literally, we're not talking about like Santa here. Like we're talking about things like gossip. Yes. We're talking about things like what you look at on your computer, Mm -hmm. the thoughts that you think in your mind, Mm -hmm. the things that you watch, choose to watch or listen to. Yeah. Like that, and I know that that can get really, really as a hot take in Christian culture, guys, with like, What do you listen to? Like, how much? How many secular things is too many? And I'm like, I just think that it's good that our hearts need to always keep in check. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, for some people, like, if sexual temptations are a huge temptation for you, maybe some movies and TV shows are not for you. Right. However, like, if you're married or, you know, whatever. Like, I'm not saying married people have a past. That's not what I'm saying, guys. But, like, you know, certain things trigger certain people in different Mm -hmm. ways and of course we always want to make sure that we're focusing on things that are pure lovely just and right just like that verse i think it's in philippians says but you know if you're embarrassed to talk about what you're doing or -hmm. what you're talking about and how attractive they look in the light of christ then maybe it's worth evaluating
0: yeah that's all i'm saying
1: that's all i'm saying that is true and i'm talking to myself y'all so (laughs) i mean i watched bridgerton it was filthy
0: Girl, it's like you were <laughs> thinking the same thing that I was thinking. I was like, "Y'all don't." Watch I just Rhythm. called them out. Like <laughs> it's
1: like Downton Abbey X Games mode. Like <laughs> what the heck? Oh I was my not gosh. prepared.
0: I was just excited for you know. Anyways, it, it we're doesn't even change matter. The
1: subject in three, two, one. That's okay, right. chapter six: the armor of God,
0: y'all. <laughs> let me just tell you, I am so excited. I love this chapter. It is one of my favorites um because it is so practical and it's so easily applicable to our own lives and there's so much um, symbolism that's going on here that can help us better understand what the armor of god the gifts that we have been given how to actually use them and how they play a role in our own lives yes um so i don't before i skip down did you have anything before we get to verse 10 specifically that no, you wanted really, to share? Girl, you go on. Girl, okay. I will I hold I will, you back. Thank girl, thank you. Unbrottled. I'm going to put I'm going to put this one little verse in here that I, I have highlighted just as a beautiful reminder in Ephesians 6 uh, verse 7 serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord not people. That is for my people, pleasing gals out there like myself. I'm the president of the club. Yes. It is covering. Yes. It P- it PM,
1: people pleasers anonymous right it's a, it's, it's a
0: struggle to yeah. be completely honest and so many times I've, i look for that validation from places that that can't even give me the real v- satisfaction that i'm looking for yes but i want to skip down to um verses 10 through 12 um just to talk for those talk about that for just a quick moment about being strong in the Lord and his mighty power, put on the full armor of God. The struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, the authorities, the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Y'all, what Paul is saying here is that there are things that are against you that you can't even see. Yeah. Think about the show Wipeout. It was hilarious. Yes. Walking through life even as a Christian, is oftentimes like playing wipeout. But going through it, not acknowledging the, the powers of, like, the authorities, the powers, the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms is like doing wipeout blindfolded. Yes, you're right. And so we, we need to take off those blinders here, and we need to open our eyes and realize that there's so much more that's happening yes. that the Holy Spirit himself protects us, prays wordless, groans for us about, that we yes. have no idea. We're just clueless down here running around like little sims. Yeah. So I just want to put that part right there before we talk about the armor of God.
1: Well, he says, be prepared. You're up mm-hmm. against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get. We need it. And God's offering it. He's like, here, please. Like, yes. My my strength is made perfect in your weakness. So yes. please take this armor.
0: And what... What a gift! Can you imagine? Yeah, like you're absolutely. about to you're about to ride into battle. It's just like that, you know, on the first day that you like your orientation that you accept, oh, you God. know, Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And then, like, you can on the left, you can find your armor. Please pick it up yes, on your way home. It out. makes
1: me think of Narnia every time. Right, yes, like where they all are given. And and I love the you know C.S. Lewis, our King. Oh my gosh, oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jesus is really our King. Don't mistake it. Um, how he. Beautifully captures what it means mm-hmm. to be prepared for what life has for you through the gifts that God gives. I just think about when she little uh, Lucy has that little healing yes. uh, ointment or whatever, and and there's the sword and the the shield and, mm-hmm. and all, the bow and arrow and and all the things, and they mm. are used. Every single every single tool is used. Yes. There is a situation that comes up. That every single tool is needed for. And that's what God is telling us here.
0: It is so good. Yeah. And I I love that we can, that we see that played out. And that's what I love about this this passage. Um, So the first one, it says to, um, let me go down. Stand firm, number, verse 14, uh, with a belt of truth buckled around your waist. Um, I talked about this at an event back in my hometown. And I called Sarah last night and I was telling her what, the Lord kind of revealed to me about this verse about the, the belt of truth buckled around our waist. Now, when I think about that belt, I think about how it also holds your weapon, um, which is the word of the sword is the word of God, how it keeps everything together, like your breastplate. Um, that's, that's keeping your vital organs alive and everything. Yes. But what the Lord told me is that his truth is the very thread that holds this entire reality together. Yeah. And it was one of those, like, out-of-body experiences where you think about, like, can you imagine seeing the world from an outside perspective and then, like, a million miles, miles an hour zipped down to the smallest microorganism, an atom even? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what? All of that. <laughs> all of that is God. If his, if he is not true in that he created this world, that he created you, that he sent his son this whole reality would fall apart it would be for nothing. Yes. How do we even exist? What do we exist for? Yeah. Who put us here? Like there's it doesn't make sense without him at the center of it. Um just like your belt would be at the center of your body. That's
1: exactly right.
0: So that's what I love about that one. And then the next plate, next place, the next thing is the breastplate of righteousness, which righteousness is another way to say morality. Yeah. And it's right that is right over your heart. Yes. I M- love that. Making a moral Decision, even when it's hard, and even when you mess up, correcting that yes. shows your more. And I even
1: think of the verse, Guard your heart, for it's the wellspring of life. Amen. So if you have that breastplate of righteousness, you know, in the place where it's supposed to be in your life, kind of like a filter. -hmm. Even which a breastplate does not filter, but I just think you know, anything if you're if you are in God's word and you are surrounded with the truth, then your heart is going to be protected Mm -hmm. by so many of the lies that Satan would and the world and culture would love to throw at you.
0: You're absolutely right, and it's your heart is something that's worth protecting, yes. Oh, for sure, you know, and it not only because it's pumping that life right through that living blood through you. Yes. But if your, if your right arm was that important, you would have one of those, what, Thanos' glove or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like you, I mean, there would be something to protect it, but you're, it's so important that you are protecting your heart. Yes. Um, with what you're, you're moving forward in. The next thing is uh, with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Yes. Walking through life without the peace of God is, I, I, don't, I don't know how how yes. that's even possible. I'd rather
1: not. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. absolutely.
0: I'd rather walk over hot coals. That's right, girl. That probably sounds terrible, but I honestly mean it, than walk with, through this <laughs> life without the peace of God. Girl. Um, let's see, in addition to this, uh, take up the shield of faith, when, with which you can extinguish the flaming arrows of the evil one, mm-hmm. which I think about that scene from, you guys have seen um, Avengers. Oh,
1: yeah. And you
0: know, and they're they're coming at them at the field, and they all get together with their shields. yeah, And they put it up. And, When I thought about that, I was like, "Your shield is not just for you.
1: Yes, it could be for somebody else. It could
0: also be for someone else. That's so good. Sometimes you don't need to be running and charging. Sometimes you need to take a moment, and you need to hunker down. Yes, and I'm like." and look what God gave us. And it, from the flaming arrows of the e- evil ones, the flaming arrows weren't thrown at you, and they didn't shoot them at you from ten feet away. They came up in the air. You don't even know who shot it, That's which true. way they're coming from, and from the for those attacks that you can't see coming. Yes, your shield is there, and not just to stop the impact of the arrow, but to stop the flames that can cause additional damage. To you and those around you.
1: Why don't you preach to us, Reverend Liz? Girl, Excuse I'm telling me. you,
0: I love this passage, but this is, all of this is coming back again yes. for, like, I don't know how many times I've read over this. But, y'all, this is just another reason. Be in the Word of God daily. Yes. You never know what He'll continue to reveal to you. That's the truth. Um, And then take the helmet of salvation. Now, if you didn't have a brain, we're going to be in trouble. <laughs> like, you, straight up like your heart your heart can continue to beat but not without a brain telling it to do yeah, so yeah you're right and so protect who you are the the soul of your being the thing that controls everything about you that thinks that thinks your yes. thoughts your subconscious and unconscious thoughts with a full helmet yes and um i kind of joke and, and think about if if people could see our helmets of salvation they'd be like why does that kid wearing a helmet they're just walking down the street like what's wrong with the <laughs> but the thing is is that we should wear that helmet so proudly, yes, and if you have not taken time to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, yes. today is the day
1: absolutely. you don't want to walk through this world without knowing who he is and what he has done for us, and that for me is simply believing and confessing who he is, yes, making is. him Lord of your life,
0: yes, ask him, honey. He will reveal himself gladly to you, yes. day or night. There, I agree. The, anytime, 24 hours, 365, <laughs> seven, seven days a week, whenever, he's there. And then the last part of that, that passage is um, with the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Yes. When we are fighting and we are in battle against the dark forces of this world, fighting for the, our, the Lord and Savior of our life to spread his good news, Remember, y'all, gospel—good news. Gossip—bad news.
1: Okay, the gospel.
0: Y'all. When we're spreading that good news, we don't need our own words.
1: That's right. I love how the Message Bible puts it. It says God's word is an indispensable weapon. Ooh. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing, ongoing warfare. Like, I'm sorry, y'all, but mm-hmm. like life is just gonna be like this. Okay. Yep. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open and keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. Amen. It's not just about us as individuals. Yes, it's about the, it's about the body, yes. the team, if you will.
0: It is. That is so good. And I love, you know, one of the things that really helped me, the, a visual that helped me understand the salvation um, in the, our role as a part of the body of Christ. Yes. Is imagine if we're all stuck out on the island. One of us has a buoy. Or a life, a life, vote. um, what's the round one called? A life... I don't know, saver? Saver. Yes, thank yes. you. Yes. One of us has a lifesaver. The other one has a rope. The other one has a life vest. Somebody has a boat. Yes. It is our job to use our resources together to save as many people who are not s- stuck on the island. There's enough room on the island for everybody. Yeah. And they can choose to either try to make it there on their own. Or to try to use those resources. Those resources are the things, the gifts that God has given us. Yes. To reach more people, to bring them to the island of salvation. Yes. And it is not on things that we didn't we didn't come up with this. We didn't invent these things. They were a gift to us.
1: And and I just think about how many times that God has wanted to use any of us to bring people to him, mm-hmm. even in the little moments like someone was sad because they lost someone and it's their birthday today. Yes. And I'm not saying that to toot my own horn, but I'm just saying, guys, like, you mm-hmm. can call it intuition. You can call it discernment, which that's a definitely a mm-hmm. biblical term. You can call it your gut. But I think that the Holy Spirit wants to work in your life if you just invite him to work in your life. And it's not going to be some loud, audible voice saying, you need to go to Guatemala and live your life as a missionary. It may be that. Yeah. But for me, it's the little moments of like, Mm -hmm. God, I'm so glad that I I listened to that. Thank you. I felt like I did what I was supposed to do today. Mm -hmm. And some days I know that I miss it because I'm like, ugh, I just have that horrible feeling that I should have done X, y, or Z. and I missed it, and that's mm-hmm. okay. There's grace for that.
0: Amen, amen. Yeah, but that's what I—that's what I love about the sword of the sword, the thing that we are supposed to defend with is the word of God. It's The word of God, and that takes the burden off of us. That does. That we're gonna we make don't mistakes. have to
1: have the answers.
0: God, the God word has it. of God already has the answers. Exactly. And if someone gets upset with you, that's between them and God, not you. Yes. And then the last part of that—that that passage, um, on to verse twenty, just talks about prayer, and I love that. Paul even asks for prayer himself so that he can continue to speak the word of God, the gospel fearlessly. Yes. And that's a prayer that we should say for ourselves and our neighbors and just start the entire body that we will be fearless in going forth with the message of God. Yes. I can't imagine Paul being fearful. He's like in jail and he's like, y'all I'm scared, but I'm gonna do it anyways. I'm gonna do it scared. Yes. And I'm like, maybe all just grow in our faith little by little every day. So till we get to the point where we have no reservations about doing it
1: scared isn't he such a inspiration in that yes but also what makes him an inspiration is that in me calling him inspiring he would be like no please look at jesus not me yes
0: eyes on the cross and that's the key Mm-hmm.
1: amen so good yo i hope you've
0: enjoyed ephesians girl it's- i did we just covered that in like an hour right it's okay. We got, we got through most of it, but we hope that you go back and reread the first few chapters. This is a great book to go through and like yes. over the course of one week. Um, it's just six, six chapters, and again, there's so much that you can glean from it. But um, I really hope that you've enjoyed what we've covered so far and that not only do you hold on to it, but you share it and that you exhibit this in your life.
1: Absolutely. We hope that this is practical advice. And y'all, just spoiler alert, there's like over a dozen more mm-hmm. of these <laughs> in the New Testament. To help us like live as better humans and be yeah. more like Jesus. So I encourage you to dive in, find a translation that works for you. Get a concordance on your phone. Yes. Sean's free. Concordance is an app and it's totally free and it can help you understand the Bible better. Take it one chapter at a time, one verse at a time. I hope that how we have broken it down in our own way here has inspired you to do the same for yourself. Get a notebook. Write it down. Get some cute pens and highlighters, girl. That makes everything better. Mm -hmm. And dive into God's Word so that we can all be more like Him and be better ambassadors of Him and His love because that is literally our sole job of what we're supposed to do here on this earth. And so I want to do a good job of that. Amen. I couldn't have said it better myself. So next week we're going to be doing this again with a different book. So if you're bored, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I'm not. You need to hear it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. We we do need to hear it. We need some repetition
0: in our lives, but we hope that this has been fun for you all. And if you have any suggestions about additional books that we should go through... Um, please let us know. Check out the story studies that we already have on our page. Also, don't forget to subscribe, to share our podcast if you're listening. If you're wearing our merch, let us celebrate. Yes. Just that, just that you, you're um, the conscious decision that you're making to go out and share the gospel.
1: Absolutely. We've got one more New Testament advice column episode, a special guest to end the season, mm-hmm. and then you guys, we've got some really excited things lined up for Chosen Girl Summer. Yes, it's going to be great. So, instead of Hot Girl Summer, it's going to be Chosen Girl girl Summer. Summer. We're here for it. I know, girl. Well, we'll see you guys next week. We hope y'all have an amazing week. Do something that brings you joy today. Do something that brings you peace today. But also do something that brings joy and peace to somebody else, too. Amen. Great advice. Love that. We'll see y'all next time about a Tuesday, y'all. Bye. Bye, y'all. That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening, and make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Girls Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.